Welcome back to the Dumb and Chase podcast. Big weekend in sports. Congrats to Brooks Kepka going back to back at Shinnecock, second U.S. Open in as many years. Uh, Jake and I will give you our NBA draft preview, our, our mock top five, and who we think is going to go one through five. We're going to give you our World Cup recaps from round one. We have a special guest from Finland, uh, former Lakeville North standout, Tyler David, playing professional soccer over in Finland now. Uh, he's going to give us a nice little interview on what, what he takes away from World Cup week one. we got our lock bets of the week and our dump and chase. Uber. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got game. E.E. 1998. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth. In the middle of the universe, then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such. Amongst the fiends... EP, what's going on, brother? We're back. Another week of the potty here. Um, let's just fire it up right away. Um, recap a little bit of the U.S. Open. Uh, man, a disaster again. You got Zach Johnson on the interview, bitching his hard out about I, I didn't like that so much. ZJ, ZJ bitches a lot. Yeah, I didn't like that. You had yeah. Philly Cheese lefty uh, you know Nicholson with the with the absolute rogue play and John, uh, John Daly esque. I love it. Double tapping his ball there, saving uh, from running down the hill. That shit's going five feet off the green. He's having to chip that back up. You know, that's a smart play to take the two strokes. I uh, I like the two. I, I mean I agree hundred percent. I fucking hate the seventy year old specialist or analyst that oh they bring God. in and say how it ruined golf and immediately compare him to being the same person as John Daly. Not yeah, true. It was, it was Phil's, a joke. Phil's an idol to many, to myself. Yeah. Nothing's changed, Philly. Keep doing you. Keep doing you. Um, you know, it's in the rule book for a reason. Two-stroke penalty. I just, <laughs> I thought it was very smart. Took, took the rule book to his advantage. And for anyone saying that he should have withdrawn or been DQ'd, are you fucking kidding me? It's been like that. He was... He took a 10 on the hole, Jake. He wasn't even nearly in contention. I think he shot an 82 on the day. Like, give me a fucking break. Paulina Gretzky. Wow. Johnson thought uh, her husband, DJ, won with his birdie on 18. You see that? Oh, my gosh. There's a video of her and her two girlfriends that were there. No clue what's going on. They birdie, and and they go they go nuts, and they go, oh, my God, did Dustin just win? <laughs> and they stop, and then they look at the scoreboard, and – no, he lost by two Probably strokes. It wasn't even one stroke. He yeah. lost by two strokes. Uh, um, kind of wish. Who gives a fuck? Though, Tommy Fleetwood would have would have hit that. Uh, yeah, she's a yeah. But I wish Fleetwood would have hit that birdie on eighteen. I wonder uh, if that would have changed Kepka's you know thought process going into the final yeah, hole. Yeah, he but, might but, take but another still, that but still, too. you never know. It was a tester. They kind of had similar putts. But, but the back to back for Kepka, that's yeah. fucking sick. They're best buddies. Uh, yeah, that's very cool. Joe Buck or whoever was on the call Sunday made it clear that they were best friends and I guess hadn't said a word to each other all day on the course. Yeah. They were just two competitors out there. So that was Kepka and DJ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that uh, was fun. Really fun to see. Cause they're a Ryder cup uh, yeah. partners too. I mean, man, Kepka's he's fit. He's physically fit for a golfer. He's, he's jacked. He's got some pipes he's jacked. He's he dating and smack it around. You know, he's married. He's got a smoke of a wife who is no, no, it's his girlfriend. Remember, his she, girlfriend. She was trying to get. Oh, fuck. she was trying she was to like get chasing after. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was embarrassing. And just got caught and was. She literally looked like a little fourth grader falling. She her looked mom. like a little puppy dog. Yeah. on a leash. Uh, that was. <laughs> I don't hilarious. know who he shook hands with, but it was someone. He went in for like a boy's handshake, and 
she got caught up on, on like an official or something. Yeah. Um, and just was puppy dying it all the way back up. Extremely, but, extremely hot. But uh, yeah, going taking a peek back the leaderboard. You had Tony Finau, um, Xander Schauffler, who were both kind of in contention there after I mean, Saturday. And, and Hatton, yeah. the Englishman Hatton. Him and Finau, I think we're in the final round. Didn't have a chance. Or was it Berger? But uh, yeah, Berger. You know, two guys that I thought would have made a push on Sunday in the same pairing on the final day, Henrik Stenson and Justin Rose, both shot. Uh, Rose was three over and Stenson was one over. Um, you thought maybe they'd jump into contention, but no, they kind of just fell off, played extremely average, just like Dustin Johnson did all Sunday. Just an even keel, even par round, didn't make a move. His putting was just not there. But like you said, if... Uh, Tommy Fleetwood would have got the record. He was a, a birdie away from shooting a 62 for the for the U.S. Open record per round. Um, you know, you, you think he makes that. It's a totally different ball game. But, uh, yeah, there wasn't – I mean, you see you see the stat. After day one, the top ten golfers in the world combined to be – I think it was like a plus 52. Yeah, it was just, stupid. Just I absurd. saw Not, The only big name that was stuck around is DJ and – it was just kind of embarrassing. Yeah, I didn't like it. Of course, it was just shit. I thought Ricky was going to maybe make a push there. Um, yeah. He fell off. But, man, the cut. You had Spieth missing the cut. You had uh, Rory missing the cut. Who else was down there? Uh, Tiger. Tiger well, that's what happens when you pull up on a fucking yacht. Yeah. Your mind's not even there. You're just, you're just looking for waitresses left and right. But, like we, we've said this time and time again, Tiger is not back and he won't be back. And he's never going to prove us wrong. It's just, it's embarrassing. Yeah, we can keep hoping. But yeah, Bubba, Bubba was down there. Jason Day was down there. It was just a shit. I trip. mean, all of our picks. I had yeah. Rory. It was. I had Day. It was atrocious. Uh, but hey, I, I will say I did put a little money on Fleetwood. He almost paid paid me dividends there. I was unbelievably close for him. Yeah, he's taking home a one point two nine sheets there. Yeah, for second place. Yeah, I mean, what is this? They, they're going to have another U.S. Open at Shinnecock? Is that the, yeah, the recent news? Eight years down the road, twenty twenty six. Yeah, what a like fucking that. joke! It, the the venue should not be coming back here. This is the second time in the past fourteen years they've had it here. There's, they lose it on one day, and it just becomes a shit show. Um, a couple guys that got out early on Saturday posted some low rounds, but for the rest of Everyone, they just blew up. I would not like to see it back here, but... Uh, I like the difficulty. I mean, not maybe to this extent. This but is I, a little extreme. Yeah, I do like the, I like when they're finishing right around even. Yeah, I mean, it shows they're human, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, but... Anyway, side note, though. Uh, Minnesota's getting their own PGA Tour event. The 3M Championships yeah. coming back to TPC Blaine. Yeah, they've been holding um, that one, but it has... Like it's a yearly yeah. deal, but it hasn't been a PGA yeah. sponsored or whatever deal. So but finally, that's kinda cool. Finally got one. Bring the troops to mini. Uh, but yeah, all in all, shaky, shaky US Open. I didn't like it. I like to see them, you know, a little bit under par here. We didn't have one the the, the final score round winner was a plus one by Kepka. Um yeah, I like to see them hover around even but at least shoot under. It was messy, that's for yeah. sure. But that's kinda what the US Open's about and you know, take it or leave it. Yep. Uh, at the end of the day, it, everyone's got the same course they're playing on. But uh, why don't we jump over to the NBA draft preview? We got the draft coming up tomorrow night. Yep. Um, I guess we'll just dive right in. Who do you got coming out number one? Well, let's let's let it be known, and everybody who listens should know that we're high, high, high on Leangelo Ball. We think he's the consensus number one, yep. hands down. There's, um, you know, he's six six. 
250 pounds. Uh, we think that he could develop into something really special. I know the Suns have the number one overall pick. I'm expecting the Lakers to trade up. I think I think either I think either the Suns pick him, and then he gets traded for a little wheeling deal. Maybe Kuzma gets involved in that package. Um, you know, Isaiah maybe resurrecting his career down in down in Phoenix. But uh, we are high on LiAngelo Ball. We both have him as our number one uh, on our mocks. You know, um, he, he can shoot from the perimeter. I know you had a couple yeah, blocks on his not game. good with his left hand. Um, we're just nervous because when he's there, you don't know who's going to run the point there. Yeah. And especially with LeBron going there and him be coming off the bench. Yeah. Um, there's Kawhi's there too. It's going to be – there might be some confusion initially, but there's going to be a talented list. Yeah. How about just a quick sidebar here on the, uh, the Kawhi Leonard situation there. He really wants to be in L.A. probably for the Lakers, but if it's for the Clippers, that seems fine too. But – I mean, what, what's what's your take on on Popovich? You know, pretty much flying after him is what it seems like—a high-speed chase to go meet with him in LA before the draft, on the eve of the draft, have a little brunch with him today. Um, yeah, what, what's looked, your whole take on that situation? It, is it that looked like you know, over lunch or brunch or whatever the hell it was, he he met up. It looked like he was getting a fatherly lecture from Pop. Um, I don't I don't know. It looked like he literally wanted to shoot himself in the face yeah. after that conversation. Um, there's memes, there's jokes going around. Hey, you gonna like you're gonna you reuniting with Braun here like this year? Like where's it yeah in San Antonio? It's, people are just making fun at it. Uh, it's, it's funny. He's got his though, hand buried in his it face. just looks like he wants out he jumped ship, went straight to LA. I know it's yeah he, he lives there obviously he's got a place on there. Yeah. Right? He's, yeah he's got a place. He's he grew up there. I think it was near Compton, but uh you know, he wants to be near home. He clearly used this injury as leverage to that he wants out and gives him a, a little cop out here. Um, but wh- where does this leave Pop? We got one of the arguably the greatest coach of all time. You know, Phil Jackson is probably number one, but you got a top three coach here all the time who's physically chasing down talent. Like, what is this, Nick Saban in college here? I, I don't really. It's going to. It looks nothing, fucking brutal. I mean, obviously, we're probably not going to see anything before the draft tomorrow. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but it's got to be in the back of his mind come draft night tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's going to have to make some serious moves and and, and yeah. take a shot at someone. Or I, I, I think there's going to be a blockbuster move tomorrow. I think I so, too. Who it's gonna be with I think so, too. I could see Kawhi going. I could see them pretty much trading him to – they're probably going to trade him to know where he wants to be traded. Yeah, it could be a shit show. They could trade him to, to fucking Milwaukee. And- yeah. Because for Giannis is straight up genius, but, but anyways, we we're, we're gonna get into our mocks. We'll touch on this a little bit later. We got a little cool little idea we got brewing here, but yeah, Leangelo Ball consensus number one on both sides. Um, my number two though, it just has to be hands down. So I got Leangelo getting drafted by the Suns, and then a little sign and trade, and they're gonna trade him straight up to LA um, during the draft when it comes to LA's pick. Uh, my number two though, I'm going with Marvin Bagley, the third out of Duke. Uh, he can he can switch to he can switch out um, on the perimeter. He's good in the post. Got fucking seven size seventeen feet, which is absurd. Uh, led the ACC in, in points. First time a freshman's ever done that. But you just look at him and he just screams, "I'm gonna be the next best thing." Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's on the Puma train right now. Uh, 
Uh, we'll see how that pays out. I got a little theory on, on the Puma players, but except with the exception of Marvin Bagley, because clearly I'm a Duke guy. Uh, but, you know, this kid's supposed to be starting college this year. He, he played his freshman year at Duke as, as a high schooler, basically a, an advanced senior is what they call that, but accelerated senior. But, shit, this dude I think is – I have Leangelo – Edging him out as a number one, but this dude's a close second for sure. Um, my third, my third, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Mo Bamba. I think he's gonna get drafted by the Hawks. I just don't think they can pass up on this talent. Uh, the seven footer uh, played out of Texas, double double average. Um, I, I just think that this dude protects the glass better than anyone. He's an unbelievable defender. Some have compared him to Anthony Davis. Kind of without the without the perimeter shooting, but he's athletic. He's mean. You know, he's he's got grit to him. Where he's, I think he's going to be a stud in this league. There was reports that Boston wanted to kind of orchestrate a trade to try and get down and and, and pick him up. But we'll see how that goes. And then my fourth pick, I got Trey Young. I think that he could make an immediate impact on the Grizzlies. There, yeah, he's he's already better than Steph Curry. Oh my. Way not better. It's question. not even a fucking question. It's just yeah. getting him in the right system. Um, the dude was lights out from three to start the year. He kind of tailed off. But that's because everyone was viewing his tape. Everyone, you know, they got to see him where, where his weak spots are, which isn't fair. You got to judge a person on, on the first half of the season. You can't you can't judge him on how they finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, strong out of the gates. But uh, I, I got Trey Young going four. And then at five, um, you know, it, it could, it's kind of a toss-up here. I like Bridges a lot. Um, Colin Saxon could go there, but please don't tell me the Slovenian. Oh, Dante, no, Dante, no chance. Whatever. I got, I, this is where I go. Deandre Ayton. Um, I mean, a lot of people have him going number one, seven foot, 260 pound, double, double average at Arizona. Massive. But why I don't have him higher is Arizona was one of those weird teams this year. that had that scandal going around, but to be honest, when it got down to the March Madness tournament, they got upset by Buffalo in the first round. You watch that game, and they they would double DeAndre, and he just couldn't do anything. So if he can't do anything against fucking Buffalo in the NCAA tournament, what's he going to do in the NBA? That's kind of what turned me off on this guy. Um, okay. He's really athletic, and he's raw, and he's he could be a he's got beast potential. But at the same time, that I think he's got bust potential. I, he's seven foot, like I mentioned. He's young. You know, he's going to get in a good system. Um, you know, in Dallas, but. I just don't – he signed with Puma. This is my theory on Puma. Bust. This is like signing with fucking And1. Walmart owns the rights to And1. Nothing against And1 and Walmart, but that's my theory on Puma, especially for NBA. Adidas is the same way. You know Adidas and Puma were the same brand? There's two brothers that started it. Yeah, the other one. And they split Adidas, and the other brother started Puma back in Germany in like fucking 19 19- – yeah, and Adidas and skyrocketed, and, and now, now this time, is like this Adidas, is like Adidas was getting big though, and everyone's like, everyone was high. This is like Nike shocks here. Yeah, Nike shocks were sick. Yeah. Adidas starts to slowly creep into the game. I thought the fucking same thing because I'm, I'm like, okay, Adidas is sold at fucking Kohl's, and so is and one. Yeah, I'm I got Adidas and and one on the same page. Okay, middle, middle school, high school era. I think yeah. this is the same thing. It's, I think Puma is gonna. I think I'm gonna play devil's advocate and be on the okay. Side. I think Puma's gonna. See, I like Puma for stuff. golf. I like Puma for golf, but as a basketball shoe, we've seen what Adidas has done. Just look at Derrick Rose's knees. I don't even think he yeah. has two kneecaps anymore. Ask. 
You look at all the ACLs torn in the NBA. Adidas kind of leads the league. Um, so if we're gonna start throwing Pumas on them, I think I think I could see Aiton losing a leg. I I, I really could. They might have to there amputate could be a, that. A, a total rebranding here. But but that's that's my take and that's my mock. Uh, I'm interested to see you have you know we got you got Leangelo one. Yeah, I got Leangelo one. Um, after Leangelo though, I am gonna take uh, DeAndre Ayton, Arizona, massive massive dude. I think actually going against what you said, I think he's actually the safest pick in this draft. Okay, seven seven one, two sixty, just a beast man. I compare him to Anthony Davis and uh, Ben Simmons in the NBA. Um, I just think that he he's got the highest ceiling in the draft. You know, he, yes, he did choke a dick against Buffalo, but uh, and that wasn't just no small dick. That was an OG mud bone. <laughs> um, two, I like. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you. No, I'm sorry. Three, sorry, Paul. Um, Marvin Bagley, third man. Guy's just a freak athlete. Um, so you got him going to the Hawks. Yeah, I think he's a taller version of Andrew Wiggins. You know, Coach K and the guys over at Duke said he's one of the most talented players that plays this hard. Yeah. I love his grind. I love his work ethic. And the fact that, you know, he's actually excited about Sacramento. I could see him maybe going yeah. to at Sacramento. But there was a good comment yeah. about about that being low key. It's not, you know, the yeah. hot spot. There's nothing bad going on there in the developmental stage. I like, like that. He actually kind of likes it. But yeah. Uh fourth pick, I'm heavy on Mo Bamba. Yes. We are a Mo Bamba podcast. Yes. I, I want nothing but success Fucking for this kid. Love that name. Um the key word for this guy is potential. Um he, he's already seen as elite player in college. Seven footer again. He's got the tallest, sorry, not the tallest, the longest wingspan in the NBA at seven ten. Jesus. I mean, who's gonna guard him other than Joel and Joel Embiid? That's the process versus uh, what, what's this guy's nickname? It's 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 gonna be the process versus the silent assassin. That's a, that's, that's a new nickname. He seems just like a quiet guy, Mo yeah, Bamba. Yeah. He just comes off as a quiet dude. And then he's just going to pin you against the glass and chop your fucking throat out. Yeah, he, he's a scary dude just like Embiid. I'd love to see those guys go head-to-head. Um, hopefully they end up in the same division. But I could see him going earlier yeah. or late, fall into the maps um, at five. Um, coming in at five is our boy Trey Young. Uh, we are huge on Trey Young, as we are Mo Bamba. But this is also... We could be seen as a Trey Young podcast. Um, they're looking for a, a perimeter player. This is your guy. Um, early being compared to Steph Curry, which, I mean, how are you going to put that much pressure on someone's shoulders? I think he's a cross between think, Steph Curry and Ray Allen, but more pure shooter. Yeah, and athletic. I mean, this guy can take it to the lane. Yeah, yeah he can. Um, not not afraid to get down there, get dirty. Scott's question whether he can bulk up. Um, so the size is the biggest question mark for him, but – I mean, you you Honestly, survey you survey a hundred women in 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 Dallas, and I, I think size isn't even the top priority. No, not at all. And you're gonna you're gonna tell me size is an issue with Allen Iverson? You're gonna tell me size is an issue with Ray Allen? How about Nate Robinson? Do you want to Nate Robinson? Dunk contest. Yeah. So I don't want to hear any fucking analysts talking about size is an issue. No. Uh, I like him. I think he rivals and resembles Chris Paul and a young Kemba Walker. Oh, we um, love Kemba. We love Kemba. We love Kemba. Podcast. UConn. Um, UConn. Dagger. Dagger against basement. Dagger against my Pitt Panthers. Yes. Jamie Dixon. Oh, my God. Oh, man. What a heartbreaker. But, yeah. Um, size isn't going to kill this guy's game. Um, maybe pressure got to him in the in the finals, but I, I can't wait to see what this guy does in the, yeah. in the league. So, um, so that rounds up our mocks. But, hey, we're going to touch on something here. Um, so with Leangelo going one tomorrow night, 
or even a sign and trade, however that works, the Lakers are going to acquire the rights to LiAngelo. Um, we've seen on social media how LaMelo grew about, I don't know, three feet overnight and was just hamming on guys that are like a lifetime sky left-handed. Yeah. That, that leads me to believe he's going to enter the draft next year. So by 2020, the Lakers roster is going to shape out like this. We know that the banana boat wants to reunite. Okay, Chris Paul has verbally committed back to Houston. I think Chris Paul, LeBron signed with the Lakers. Okay, I don't know where Kawhi is going to end up because mm -hmm. he doesn't really have control over it like the other two. Chris Paul, LeBron go to LA. They bring in LiAngelo, so now they also have LaMelo. You think Chris Paul is going to LA? I think Chris Paul is going to LA with LeBron. Then they're going to have LiAngelo with Lonzo. And as of right now, they're going to have Kuzma. We'll see how that plays out. I just think by 2020, when you bring in LaMelo, LeBron might win his fourth ring coming off the bench. And yeah. how will that adjust his legacy? I think that puts him in as the number one GOAT category. Hands there down. will not be a discussion. I just think if you pair LiAngelo Ball, Ball with Lonzo is like the Sedin twins. All right. But then when you throw in the third LaMelo brother, it's like, it's like Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and Cooper Manning. All right? Archie Manning. No, Cooper. 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 <laughs> Holy shit. Okay? That's how fucked up that's going to be. All right? You tell me that's not a championship down in L.A. So do they try to keep the balls together? And then four years, well, fuck, six years from now, you got Bronny coming up? Yes. It's going to be a family affair. Yes. Gonna, Showtime oh Lakers my. are back. Show Literally, they're going to have a fucking show. It's, it's going to be the next 10 years. It's, the Lakers are going to be, you hear to here first. If Le if Lavar does not have a team personnel job by the, by 2024, yeah. I, oh my I think he's relocating the Ball brothers out He'll of LA. Pick, pack them up and they're going yeah. back to Uzbekistan. Yeah, Uzbekistan. I mean, you saw you saw what Leangelo did overseas this year. Um, the dude's clearly our number one. Needs to work on his left hand. Doesn't attack very well. Mid range game is weak, but he can shoot that perimeter shot. And yep. I think if he just gets, you know. A little bit more thin, a little bit more cut. You saw how Lonzo took after Mike Bibby. I saw oh some pictures God. of him absolutely yes. juiced. I cannot wait to see the Lakers this year. Oh, it's going to be fun to watch, man. Um, let's uh, let's switch gears here and, and recap a little bit of week one, round one, first round of uh, the round robin play of the World Cup over in Moscow. A lot of upsets this past week. Yep. Um, we saw Ronaldo yeah, that was back sick. to being the king of the fucking pitch. How about Germany, the the, the favorites to win it all, losing to Mexico? And yeah, Mexico that was a starting an earthquake. Yeah, the fucking the seismographs <laughs> are off the fucking shitter. That's how big soccer is in Mexico. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, you had uh, Iceland's goaltender blocking a messy PK in but, the final minute. to be fair... He does work in the film room from time to time. Yep, he probably he knows Messi's tendencies. I'll give him a break there. Uh, you got Ramen Noodle Neymar. Yeah, with his uh, he's hurt again. His haircut. He's hurt again. Brazil took a draw round one. Ooh, um, and Russia uh, is undefeated. I mean, did we not? We called that. There's whether it's clean or not. We we knew Russia's you know force to be reckoned with. Um, but. It'll be interesting to see how it goes forward. They've already advanced to the second round. They'll play Uruguay. They might rest some starters. So if they lose that, that's not on us. They're just talking about getting rest and, and figuring out who, the, who their best matchup is going to mm -hmm. be in the next I round. I love that. Um, uh, Belgium. Belgium looks really good. And they, I'm going to have to throw some money on Belgium. Uh, beat Panama. They look really good. And they play tomorrow. Tunisia. Um, yeah. 
And France struggled with Tunisia, but I, I think Belgium is the real deal. They're young. Uh, they got a lot of guys in their prime right now. I think they're shit. They might win this whole thing. A yeah, sleeper. that's a sleeper pick. I do like France. And I, I like France a lot, too. I, I think Germany's going to make it out and still be right up there. Yeah, it's hard to, to say it. But to a lot of good second, third round matchups uh, coming up. Can't wait to see kind of how the, the round robins kind of pan out. Uh, but we're going to jump into our interview we did with uh, Finnish superstar and uh, standout Tyler David. All right, we'd like to welcome on a special guest here, Tyler David, originally known as TD. Uh, he's playing overseas for BK46. TD graduated from Lakeville North, played at St. Louis University, and then was drafted by Vancouver. Uh, played for St. Louis FC from two, two, 2016 to 2017, and then he just transferred over to to Finland. He's playing some pro soccer overseas. TD, welcome on. What's up, hey, TD? Thanks for having me. What's been the biggest, um, you know, change from from soccer in the United States versus soccer in, in uh, Europe and up in Finland? Um, well, obviously there's a lot uh, of change that goes into it being off the field, how you live, um, not being around family, friends, things like that. Um, right. But I'd say the biggest thing on the field, first of all, I'm in the second division here, which is probably a little bit of a lower level um, in comparison to what I was playing in the U.S. Uh, so okay. The playing level is a little different. Um, and then the next difference would just be how the teams play in Finland. Um, America's a little bit more based on athleticism of players, and it's a more up-and-down game, um, a little quicker, versus here it's slowed down quite a bit, uh, just focusing on the tactics of the game versus the physical side. Okay, so you, you would say it's a little softer in uh, – uh, I think softer is the wrong word. Um, <laughs> Okay, the 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 league I'm in is actually quite a it's quite physical, but I would say as far as the athleticism size side of it, in in America I'm not a great athlete on the field. Here I'm probably one of the better athletes. Um, so that's okay. Difference. Love the confidence. Yeah, humble brag. We love humble brags here on the Dumb Chase. We love it. Hey, TD, um, off the field, though, how's that transition been, man? Is it, I mean, is there a language barrier? How, uh, how do the females look over there? Is it lived up to the hype a little bit? Um, so most <laughs> people in Finland actually speak English. Um, okay. Uh, so I live in a Swedish Finnish town, actually. So they, pe- they speak Swedish here, they speak Finnish here, and then everybody speaks English because the Swedish and Finnish people can only communicate that way. So that was pretty easy right when I got here. There were some people that only speak Finnish, but uh, for the most part, a lot of people speak English. Um, I'm in a really, really small town, so not a lot of girls to work with. <laughs> um, but there, 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 there's, there's some lookers in Helsinki, so I got to make my way over to Helsinki more often. Speaking of that, we just want to know, you don't have to if you don't want to, any, any notches while you've been in Finland? <laughs> Oh, there, no notches, no notches right now. All right, I've been, I've been, I've only been out probably four or five times my entire time in Finland. I've and I, I've played it cool so far. All would right, you, would all you, right. would you consider your time out all Swedish, no Finnish? <laughs> um, so I went to even so even more Swedish town actually when I went out, and definitely, <laughs> definitely all Swedish, no Finnish. <laughs> <laughs> is that, or is that is that your gameplay on the field? All Swedish, no finish. 
Well, he is, he, is, he is a center back. Um, actually, are you playing midi right now? I'm playing center back. Um, I'm one of the only defenders okay, that's on what the I team thought. Now, so I've been in the back. We see, we see that uh, you have zero goals this year. Um, are you more of a shutdown guy? Have they kind of turned you into a defensive specialist, like a Hal Gill type? Um, or what's what's been your style of play so far? Uh, I'm definitely, I would say, the leader, the leader in the back, um, just okay. worrying about defensive responsibilities. Um, our team has struggled to score quite a bit, so it's been important for us to give up uh, zero goals and pitch some shutouts. Um, but I, I try to wander for it every once in a while, so hopefully we got a goal here coming soon. Love that, love that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get into the the World Cup now. Yeah, um, let's we, uh, let's just let's grab your initial thoughts on on the first couple of rounds or the first round so far. Um, anything stand out to you? I know there was a couple upsets we saw, but yeah, what are your initial first thoughts? Um, honestly, it's been a pretty quiet and boring World Cup to start. I mean, of course, the World Cup is fun to watch, but a lot of low scoring games, kind of yeah. scoring games while you're watching. Um. The Spain-Portugal game was unbelievable. One of the best soccer games I've ever seen. Yeah, that that was unreal. We we're just going to say Ronaldo's been on fire. Uh, do you consider Portugal a legit threat to win the World Cup? Or is this kind of you know a one-time deal? Um, I know they're not super deep by any means, but would you consider them a threat going forward? 100%. Um, if you look at okay. two years ago, they won the Euro Cup, which is the next best thing to win. Um, from the World Cup, they were third in the world, um, at least the last time I saw. Um, I don't know what they are ranked right now in the FIFA World Rankings, but uh, having arguably the best player ever, the best scorer ever, always gives them a chance. Um, and even when they won that final in the Euros, he was injured for the final game, and they still found a way to win. Yeah, for uh, sure. Feeding off the Ronaldo take, who do you think, um, out of Ronaldo and Lionel Messi, Whose legacy is, is kind of more at stake here in this World Cup? Could be maybe the last for both of them, maybe more messy, but um, who do you think legacy is more at stake? So I think you guys mentioned this on the preview podcast, and so I was thinking about it. Um, I, uh, I, I think saying their legacy at stake is more of the wrong way to say it. Um, I would All say right. both, we, we like criticism here. Both, on the show. Of, both of their legacies are somewhat cemented as some of the two of the greatest to ever Unreal. play, regardless of how they right. do in this tournament. But if Ronaldo finds a way to win this tournament, Ronaldo's the greatest ever, no question. Ever, all time. No question, greatest okay. player ever. I, I agree with I, I I agree with you on that as because well because he's uh-huh. won bigger champion. He's won three Champions League championships in a row with Real Madrid. He won the yeah, Euro Cup yeah. already, which is a big international tournament, and Messi's never yeah. really won on the international stage. Um, and then, right. additionally, Ronaldo won in England, and Ronaldo won in Spain. So he's won okay. in two, two of the two biggest leagues, arguably, yeah. and he's shown that he can do it in, in any league, while Messi has just been at Barcelona, which is one of the best teams, but they really fit his style and no one really knows how he would do if he went to Germany or if he went to England. So I think that's right. why I would say Ronaldo is for sure the greatest ever. I personally like Messi more and I think he's better. Okay. Um, but I just think I mean, with I, how much winning Ronaldo has done, he would cement himself as the greatest ever. And I think he's also the first person to ever get uh, a second statue remade because of how shitty the first one was. <laughs> um, 
I, I would also say that would also put you in a goat category. <laughs> yes. But just just moving on here, some early struggles from kind of we touched on Brazil, Argentina, the the favorite going in Germany. What which one? Which team out of those three do you think hits the reset button, regroups in round two and round three, and, and eventually makes it be makes a deep run? Um, you know, I think all three of them are gonna actually go through. Um, but I think the team that is has the best chances moving forward is Brazil. All right, who do you, who do you see is is gonna win the tournament in full here, um, and possibly who's gonna win the Golden Boot? Um, I picked Belgium to win. I think Belgium's really. I like that pick. We're um, a big Belgian pilot. Yeah, I would love to see them yeah. win. I think France is the most talented team, hands down, but they don't play together and they don't have a good coach. Okay. Um, so they're my number two, but I really don't think they have a chance. Um, Golden Boot right now, you're looking at Ronaldo, probably no yeah. question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you got to look at a guy like Diego Costa, who has three goals as well now and plays for Spain, yep. who's also one of the best teams in the world. Um, so right now it's looking like it's coming down to those two, but – who knows? Maybe Messi will make a late surge here with Argentina. It looks like if your name's Diego, you got a good shot at winning that boot. Forlan did it in 2010. Um, but let's uh, we'll wrap this up. TD, thanks for coming on. Um, it's always nice having you. We'll we'll have you back on towards the end of the World Cup, and we'll see if these picks pay out. But uh, just want to let you know: do not sleep on Russia. A lot of collusion in the United States. Ovechkin winning the uh, Stanley Cup. Couple of Russians. Uh, it's over there, so you do not sleep on this Russian soccer club one bit. I've actually, I have actually met quite a few Russians um, here in Finland because <laughs> I'm only two hours away. So I was actually going to go to Russia um, to see a game, but I'm not going to anymore. Uh, but yeah, Russia's been very impressive. Yeah, yeah. that'd be already, so. first first team to clinch a uh, a spot in the second round. First Love team it. to clinch a World Cup yeah. big championship holy shit but yeah, yeah. Hey, td hope to see you when you're back home man um i always appreciate you coming on and, and having some comment about football so all right, thanks again good. man thanks for having me uh, it, right, that interview is brought to you by karkov russia's smoothest vodka stop in your nearest liquor store and use promo code dump and chase to get 10 percent off your next purchase all right we're gonna run into our lock bets of the week uh, Evan, this week's theme, I'm going with uh, FIFA World Cup. We'll yep. stay on that yep. topic. Uh, first game I have, well, not the first game, but Thursday at 2 p.m., uh, matchup between Argentina and Croatia. Two solid teams. Yep. But this one, I'm, I'm taking Argentina at plus 110 because okay. Lionel Messi is right. fucking hungry. Yeah, he is. This boy needs to eat. He's coming off a draw against Iceland, a tough first round. Um they're, they're, they're plus. Yeah, it's at stake it's here. At this stake. could be his last World Cup. He's not not getting past the first round, um, and he's going to do everything in his power to make mm -hmm. sure his team wins. Um, right. They're not even yeah. dashed. They're plus. So anytime I see that, um, I granted, can't, I can't sleep on Croatia though. No, a, a solid team, but I, I Lionel Messi will will it, yep. and he, he will not let his team lose. Yep. So I'm going Argentina plus one ten. See, I'm gonna go a little different route here. I'm gonna go the uh, after or the late morning game, uh, France Peru. Uh, I was gonna take money line at minus one seventy, but I'm actually gonna take the spread here. Uh, France is minus one with a plus one ten on the spread. Uh, I just think you know they had a kind of a a first round stinker in a way. They needed the late extra extra time goal off of Harry Kane's forehead there to 
to to seal their first win in the opening round in, in almost two decades. But uh, I'm going to stick with France. I think they 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 get past Peru pretty easily. I, I think they win by two goals and, and cover that spread differential for sure. So I'm going France minus one at plus 110 with the spread. All right, that leads us into our final segment of the night, our dump and chase of the week. Evan, this week's dump and chase, uh, a little bit different. Uh, it's going to be Uber. Um, yep. As we've seen in the news re- recently, Uber is, is wanting to somehow dictate whether a rider is going to be too drunk. I mean, it's it's completely bullshit. The reason Uber started was most likely to limit drunk drivers and so to find a safe ride home this just boggles my mind i don't get how they're going to regulate this either you mentioned it was like a time deal a location deal they can tell if you're at a bar apparently they're going to be able to use artificial intelligence to figure out you know if 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 a passenger's had a few too many is what they're going to call it um not sure how but they're going to look at the time of day and where their request came from but i mean what is 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 seventy percent of Uber not fucking late nights yeah, at the bar? It's got to be it's got to be a higher. It's such a that. that's bullshit. If I get refused an Uber because I'll because they it. think I'm too drunk, I I this is where Uber drivers get attacked right here is when they refuse <laughs> to bring home drunkards uh, and they give them lip just like that. <laughs> the article I read said that somehow Uber's gonna be able to tell if you're drunk in a couple different ways. They said I don't know how this first thing but they're gonna they're gonna be able to tell how you hold your phone <laughs> second one typos like oh my god hey you I know what know, i don't you know how often you, are you texting your uber driver <laughs> and like how the user clicks on links and buttons their walking speed <laughs> and how long it takes to call a ride what, what kind of fucking metrics are those i can't even call a ride when i'm sober no, no, with an like, iphone if, if my grandpa or my grandma decides oh my god to use uber at two o'clock in the afternoon on a church Sunday because they want to go to brunch with the family, but talk they forgot about their car. Slow. At, talk about yeah. shitting your pants. Talk about clicking after, on after random reverend, After the reverends uh, get you hyped on Sundays. Typo, my grandpa's got absolute somersaults in his <laughs> fingers. Like, I, I just think this is unbelievable. Uh, so, so let me get this straight, Uber. Not only do you get charged $5 for a cancellation fee, you're going to be able to have Buddy drive to where you need to go. And if you're if you're having a typo because you want to text here and it says you still up instead, they're just not they're gonna refuse the, the ride and they're gonna make you charge five dollars for the cancellation. Uber, we're fucking dumping I, and chasing yeah. on you. I'm downloading Lyft right now. Yeah. Um, promo code dump and chase to get 10% off your purchase your first purchase of Lyft. <laughs> uh people on the internet once they find this are gonna blow up. There's this is no way joke. this stays around. Um, this is a shit excuse for Uber to oh my try God. to advance. I don't know. It's going to be so bad. DUIs are going to skyrocket. Yeah, it's going to be fucking terrible. It's, it's a joke. Uh, but we are dumping and chasing on fucking Uber. Yeah. I am out. Um, another great week of sports ahead. I yeah. cannot wait to see how FIFA World Cup comes uh, out. Ronaldo, get her going. Russia. Uh, you can't sleep on Russia. No, you can't. They're, they're, they're clear-cut right favorites. Um you know, we got that president over there is pulling all the strings in the world, doing wheeling and dealing. But, uh, yeah, coming up this next week, we're going to uh, recap you on everything NBA draft and NHL draft related. Uh, we could see LeBron sweepstakes pan out. You never know. Um, we're expecting a blockbuster next week, um, round two of the World Cup, and 
that is it for now. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.